The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Someone gave the 680 interns a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Not sure who taught them to use the equipment, but sure, why not? It's time for the Grind Hour. Get a peek behind the scenes here at the fan from the young aspiring broadcasters who are spying on everything. I mean, what are we going to do? Fire them? It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. Now, let's grind it out. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's the Grind Hour. Welcome, everybody, to the Grind Hour. I am your host, Sean Cozy. With me behind the glass today, producing Killicam Cobb. How you doing? You already know I'm doing phenomenal, my man. And short list of uh, people in studio today, Canadian Andrew Lawrence. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. No. But it's just us three. This is sad, man. It Not is. seeing Dylan or Jay in here. Sanchez has been long gone, but fuck that guy because he, he's been talking mad shit since the, he has. the S1 yesterday. Just yeah. ignore him. Yeah, screw that guy. No Jack G, no, no Jack Jay, G. no girls, no Dylan, no Sanchez. It's just the three of us, man. Wow. Pretty wild. Doesn't matter, though. We still got a banger of an episode coming up. I don't have the topic sheet, so Cam, tell the people what they can listen to if they listen here today. Okay, we got a juicy episode today, listeners. So to start, we're going to be talking about our Hooters experience. Yes, we went back to Hooters. Uh, we got some 680 stories. Me, Andrew, and Sean are going to talk about us participating in the 9, 9, and 9. You're going to want to listen to that. One of us completed it. We're going to have to shit on Andrew no. for a little. Yeah, One well, of I us completed, completed it. it. <laughs> I completed it. I'm not it was, taking that. It was a full completion. Just, yeah, we'll uh, get into it. We'll get into it. We're going to shout on Andrew for a little bit because he thinks Pepsi's better than Coke. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, college football, we can talk a little bit of that. Unfortunately, we'll talk about the Braves as well. And I guess whatever we come up with. Whatever else ends up happening. Yeah, so Sean, what do you want to start with today? I want to start with our most entertaining topic, I think, the 999. Also, shout out Will Stamper. I know you're listening. My cousin. Ah, okay. Loyal listener. You know what? Should we shout out the people that we actually know listen to this pod? Because I yeah. got a couple. All right. Well, shout out to my buddy, Ethan Radcliffe. I know he catches our episodes, watches it during his work days. So shout out to him. Shout out to my grandpa. Is he the one that listens on Sirius? Sirius? Yeah. Doesn't someone listen on Sirius? I don't I, think that's possible. I, I don't know. It's I, possible. I, I, maybe. I, I, but I, okay. it isn't any Never people mind. I know. Uh, shout out my grandfather. He listens to the pod and my grandmother as well. I think my dad watches a decent bit, but okay. he doesn't really tell me. So if you're watching, Dad, or listening, I should say, appreciate it. Yeah, shout out Will. Shout out Emma, my cousin. Oh. <laughs> and their new baby, baby your, Hank. Your ex. Baby Hank. Congratulations. Shout out to Hank. No, not my ex. I don't think she <laughs> listens. Moving on, however. <laughs> Andrew, you got anybody that listens to the show regularly? No comment. Shout out to the wow. fallen soldiers too, the the fallen grind hour soldiers. Yes, because hopefully they're going to be listening still, even though they're done. Just know participating if, with the show. If you're listening right now, if you've listened to just a single second of the grind hour, we thank you. Yes, and two of us, two of the three do. Couldn't but go the on nine, nine, us. and nine boys, we participated in this. And for anybody that is unaware of what the nine, nine, and nine is, it is nine beers, nine dogs, hot dogs. In nine innings, I'm really glad you clarified that. Some, pe- you know, some people may get that confused. No, they, not they real thought dogs. we were eating real dogs. I mean, you there were three, three dogs with yeah. us. Though. There were three Shitting dogs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we changed it up a little bit, though. Sean, explain what we changed up about it. So we were a little flexible with the rules, and instead of nine beers, I did nine sh- nine shots. You two intertwined the shots and beer. Had some beers and so shots. It, so it just needed to equal nine at the end of and whatever. Then, mm-hmm. then nine drinks. The, the McDonald's burgers instead, instead of, of hot, hot dogs. dogs. 
I went cheaper option. I went McChicken route. They went burgers. I don't want to touch McDonald's burger again. <laughs> I don't think I'll be having any more anytime soon. But yeah, nine innings. We watched the Braves lose to the Mets. That was that was not fun. That was so tough. That I want to I want to get in on this before I get absolutely shit on by <laughs> these two, so I can defend myself before we <laughs> before we get into this whole thing. So nine nine and nine. I will say just to take credit, I was one that offered the challenge up. I will give that credit to you. Yes. So. First inning, first shot. I went two shots and seven <laughs> beers. Wait, what liquor did you guys get again? Remind me. Me, me and Sean got Rumplemans. We're big Rumplemans Rumpleman fans. King <laughs> not everyone can handle them. <laughs> after, after yesterday. But if you like it, you love it. So, okay. So, Sean did nine shots. I think me and Cam. Cam might have done three shots and six beers. I did two shots and seven beers. First shot, we shouted out, we shout, shouted out Mike Key. Mikey Key. Mikey. And it went down easy. That was the what, – what, what shot? I think I did a screwball for that one. Yeah, I think we – no, we started fireball. Oh, oh yeah, fireball. We fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We each okay. had a fireball okay. shot to get us kicked then off. Then we did two beers. Now we're – I think I'm in the second inning, and I'm on my fourth shot, and we decided to do a rump mint shot. And I've never had this happen to me before. <laughs> about taking a shot. <laughs> and there's a reason I want to go through this before they do, because they'll shit on me. I don't think it was four shots. I think this is only your second, because you said you had seven No, no, no. Beers. So, I, so I, had, I had two beers, uh-huh. and then I did my second, second shot, which would be this one. So fourth drink. Fourth, fourth, fourth drink. Shot. Yeah, sorry. Fourth drink. Yeah, we don't want to get you guys confused, <laughs> So the listeners out there. For people that don't know Rumplemints, it's a shot that... Liqueur. It, it kills you, but it tastes pretty good once it gets down your Empty. stomach. It did not get down my stomach. <laughs> so I never had it happen before. It went down the wrong pipe, and I just coughed it all up. And in the process of coughing it all up, my body decided to hit the eject button. <laughs> and projectile vomit It was everywhere. Scene. It was such a scene. I, I couldn't I, believe it. <laughs> I tried catching it with my hand. I grabbed a McDonald's bag from the Nine Burgers, started puking up on that. Half of it ended up on myself. It didn't even make it into the bag. It made it on top of the yeah. bag, too. Yeah. In between throwing up, you just hear the, Sean, start a shower right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was really gross. So I was like, Sean, start the shower. Sean runs upstairs, starts the shower. I then go, Sean, where's the fucking laundry room? Yep. You got My a shirt, you got filthy. shorts, you got... <laughs> get me some. Sh- get me another shirt, get me another short, short pair of shorts. So I ran upstairs, took my shower, felt a lot better after that, put came, on Sean's stuff. Came back and continued the challenge. I what came a true back and I was a new man. And the only, the reason, so I was the technical first one to finish it. I finished it in the eighth inning. But as we were packing everything up, they realized that there was still half a beer left. From when he was drinking. From when I was <laughs> running to go take my shower. <laughs> so I still say I completed it because it was a half a beer, and I would have definitely finished that within the nine innings. Yeah. And I still think I would have finished it before you finished. To quote Bahama American producer Jay, it was electric. It was an electric time. It was time. a good time. It was. And but the, the, the issue is, is I wasn't even drunk when I – puked everywhere like i was perfectly sober so it was a really odd feeling you know projectile vomiting while you're not you know at the simultaneously blacking out on the ground so it was a tough time but it was fun i i had severe acid reflux during 4 a.m to 7 a.m in the morning and i was in a lot of pain from those mcdonald's burgers everyone else was perfectly fine so i woke up the next morning at about 5 a.m stayed up till about 8 a.m texted the boys that I'll probably go back to sleep so they can see themselves out of the house. Very, very gracious guests. Didn't trash the place. Cleaned up after themselves. Good guys to have over. Yeah. But I fell back asleep about 8 a.m. And Emma and Will, uh, Uncle Billy, picked me up about 11 a.m. Uncle Billy. And we started drinking frozen margaritas shortly after. So I had that night... Of nine McChickens and nine shots, I did six Rumplemint shots, two Screwball shots, and a Fireball shot over the span of three-hour game. Fell asleep, woke up 
11 a.m. next morning, got right back to it. Hey, man, party doesn't stop. No. Didn't not stop not down me. here in Hotlanta, Cam. If you say that again, I'm going to punt your ass right back to Chicago where you should be. Hotlanta. Shut it, down. It, to anybody that ever actually uses the word Hotlanta, I need you to know I despise you. Speaking of Hotlanta, mm. the not-so-hot Braves right now, what is happening with them, man? man? I'll say it. They didn't do anything at the deadline. They did, but really nothing. I said they needed to do something big. I said on this podcast, I said, Alex Anthopoulos, I know you're listening. Go make a splash. And his splash was Jake Odorizzi, <laughs> mediocre at best starting pitcher from the Astros, who we traded Will Smith for. Mm-hmm. Got a starter for a reliever. So here, here's my thing. And Robbie Grossman, <laughs> Detroit Tigers outfielder batting like 212. 208. 208. Don't 360 talk to my wife against like that. 360 though against left-handed pitchers. Will Smith. All right. Oh. That's why I slapped you. So, hold on. Here's one thing I will say <laughs> I'm about s- I'm glad everyone got to see that. <laughs> this is the one thing I will say about the trade deadline and how Alex Anthropolis. Yeah, know, try to defend your boy here Well, you first can't. off, he made moves of the century last year and basically won us a World Series title by himself by putting together not even a super team, just he made all the right moves. What have you done for me lately? But this is the thing, though. This is the thing. I, I personally don't think we didn't. I don't think we needed the big splash in this free agency. Oh, I'm not saying we, we're. Oh, we I'm not saying our that, team is amazing. I'm not that saying Padres trade. The team's needed, pretty good. Though. Yeah, but to that. this is the thing, though, man. We've got we just signed Austin Riley to the deal. You got to consider that as one of the moves of that. We signed Austin Riley to a ten year deal, man. That's that's awesome. That yeah. is exactly what the uh, we needed for a future moving forward. I'm good with that. You're not gonna have too. You're not gonna have enough money to really make any other moves. No, they don't need money for these trades. No, but well, you still need cap space and all that good stuff. I yeah. mean, my the point I'm making there's is a, there's no cap, and I'm we get Aussie back. Right. If you look at it on paper, this is almost the exact same team from last year, minus the depth at the outfielder position, which sucks because Duvall is hurt. But that being said, we picked up Grossman to. To battle against left-handed pitchers, I'm not saying he's the answer, but that was a that was something we needed. We did need a guy that can go out against left-handers, and that is his expertise. That being said, as well, got rid of Will Smith, who was becoming a liability. You can count that as a dub in any in my book. I think keeping and, and again on paper, this is almost the exact same team from last year. Ronald's obviously back, and once Ozzy gets back here, I mean. We're just gonna have to see now. Matt Olson's not. We don't know what he's like in the playoffs yet. I don't think he has made the playoffs in his career. So no, he has with the A's. The they, A's made the playoffs. They beat the white. They knocked out the White Sox like what, two years ago. This was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Tells you how much I know about baseball outside the Braves. But point being, this is still a team that is built and ready to make a playoff run. We're just gonna have to make it to the playoffs. <laughs> and right now at the at the. The trend that we're making right now is we can't beat any teams above 500, and we need to start beating teams above 500, plain and simple. Absolutely. But that being said, the, that Met, and I've said that being said at least five times now, but the Mets series was very disappointing. was hoping to at least take two out of there, but couldn't even muster up another win after that. First game, Friday night win. first time we've lost three in a row. Mm-hmm. But this is sometimes where the turning point happens for a lot of teams, so we're just going to have to see. R.I.P. Their season. You think it's done, like it, but you think we're gonna make the wild card at least, though, right? Oh yeah. But you think it's over? At, like, you, what do you see us doing? I hope I'm wrong, but it's kind of like the Packers. The Packers always have a huge hole on their team. They'll have everything perfectly put together, and then there will be one hole. And it seems like they always face the team in the playoffs that can expose the one hole. I think the Braves. Don't really have a hole, but there are a lot of teams that do things better than them. That I mean, I don't want to run into the Padres in the playoffs, or the Dodgers, or even the Mets. And yeah. if they would have went out and made a move or two to compete with them, I'd feel a lot better right now. That's more than valid. I I can understand. I mean, I I personally don't want to play the Dodgers or Padres round one. But at the same time, I don't think we really stack up poorly against any of these teams in the playoffs. I can 
Like the, the NL in general, this playoffs are going to be pretty stacked. Oh yeah. I mean, you got the Padres who are all of a sudden uh, a title contender. Well, I would say the, all of a sudden. They've well, no, they are. They had season. some. No, they but they were, and then they went out and got Soto monumentally no, better. They are playoff contenders, and now they're. Yeah. World Series contenders. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Dodgers get, are up there still. They did just get swept, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, but give them time, man. Tatis isn't even back yet. It's going to be a very interesting end to this season, I will say. And the Mets are looking like they're starting to hit their peak, man. Oh, Scherzer and I'm DeGrom hoping they back. Yeah, it, they're looking like Vogelbeck's playing well. Oh my god, dude, it's ridiculous how well the Mets are playing. It's really it hurts me to say, Sanchez, if you're listening to this, fuck you, but. <laughs> It's ridiculous how well they're playing right now, too. And they're getting, I will say, Strider made a comment saying he thinks they're getting a little lucky. They are getting a little lucky. But sometimes, who, what sport, in what sport has there not been a little luck involved in any championship, though? 2017 Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, sir. (laughs) And 16. Okay, I've been a real sport. And 99. 99 and 91 and 92. Two was it or was it not? But there had to been a little luck involved in any part nope. of that season. No, nope. anything to do with the Penguins? Penguins no luck just greatness. Well, yeah. since I'm arguing with two brick walls over here, Sidney Crosby <laughs> goat. Point. Point Chris being, Tang and Kenny Malkin. Point being, we're just gonna have to see how the season ends up. I think the Mets are gonna win this this division, but wild card spot NL is pretty open. I think I could see any of the. I think Atlanta's on the outside looking in to defend their NLCS and World Championship, but. I think one of the Mets, Dodgers, or Padres is going to end up coming out of this playoffs. Or I want to say this. Out of the NL. A lot of people after the, well, actually it was more the Nationals trade when the Padres had prospects. But a lot of people tried saying the Brewers trade where they traded Josh Hader to the Padres in exchange for all these prospects. A lot of people were saying that the Brewers did well in there because they got Taylor Rogers, who was a good Good young pitcher. He's actually, he's meh. He's young. He's had a lot of bright moments, I guess. But I think his ERA is like four or five right now. So that's a developed piece. And then they have a couple other prospects in there. And then Denelson Lamette was in there, who was a young, really good pitcher for the Padres the past two years. Who He was really good, maybe even just last year. But he's been in AAA this year because their rotation's been that good. They just can't find a spot for him. And but he's also been struggling. He struggled at the end of last year, so he's been in AAA. And he was in this deal, and a lot of people said that was a win for the Brewers to get him. And the Brewers put him on waivers immediately. I thought that was yeah. That Brewers trade was very interesting to me because there we how much are they ahead right now in their division? Like a game, game and a half. It's a close division. I mean, they're more than likely going to win that division. It was weird to me seeing them. Trade away one of their better players for future. while they're contending. Yeah, because yeah, it just that maybe they're kind of seeing themselves as a one and done in the playoffs. A lot if of, they even make the playoffs. I mean, if they, assuming they win the division. And a lot of the point in the hater trade was okay. We get rid of him, but Taylor Rogers they think is basically just a younger version of him. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see that. And then. People were hammering the point that they got Lamette, who will be a young, nice arm for them for years to come, and they just put him on waivers. So I have no idea. And the Brewers are actually two games back at the Cardinals. Lamette, is he left or your righty? I think he's a righty. How old is he? 24 most. Hey, Braves, if you're listening to this. Well, he got picked up by the Rockies off Rockies. waivers. Rockies. Okay. But That's interesting. I'm saying he's a righty. Actually, he's Wait, aren't the Rockies in that division? Aren't the Rockies in there? Yeah. 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 Interesting. So they let him kind of go to their, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't think the highway. Maybe he was just kind of a throw in for cap space purposes or something. Here we go. On August 1st, 2022, Padres trade Lamette, Rogers, Ruiz, Gasser to the Braves or to the Brewers for Hater. The Brewers designated Lamette for assignment two days later because their GM said the roster fit became a little tougher than the team thought. Then the team why make the trade and then all of a sudden second guess right. yourself. That sounds like poor GM ship. Something's there. going on here with Lamette, and I'm not going to stand for it. Maybe he has a, a injury of some sort that was undisclosed. Maybe. I don't know, but Denelson Lamette, I know you're listening. Well, the only reason I say that is if they waived him, it makes me think that they don't want to ruin his name. But maybe, maybe. he's hurt. 
I don't know. That's just a far out there. Now guys. he's stuck with the Rockies. The Rockies. Stuck, Rockies. In medi- stuck in mediocrity. So, guys, where did we go today? We went to Hooters. We went to Hooters. Yes, we did. How was y'all's awful. deal? So, Whole Sean, experience awful. To give backstory, me and Andrew decided to go at Hooters around like 1240. We were waiting on Sean to come with us, but he had a meeting with the boss man himself, David Dickey. Senior. Senior David Dickey. The and big guy. I won't make guy. you get too much into it, Sean, but was it, it went well. Things things are cooking. Things are cooking. You uh, had a good conversation with him. Nice guy. Very nice guy. If you had to give Yo, a report, if you had to give a report to the listeners who don't know who David Dickey is, what would you say about him? A I man you can hug out of complete randomness. Yep, he loves that. <laughs> I would say he's 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 like a stereotypical. Huge name, always busy, so you think you never can sit and talk with him and have time to really get to know him, and maybe you might be a little intimidated by him just because of his stature. He's not a big guy. No, just his namesake. His name, yeah. But once you sit and talk with him, I mean, geez, I did for an hour and a half today, and I still walked away feeling like I could talk with him for another hour. That's good, talk. That's good though. That that That's how you know it's a good person you're talking to, yeah. though, is when you feel like... Even though you talked for an hour and a half, you felt like you could have talked more. That's a that's a really good sign for yeah. any conversation you have with anybody, especially somebody of a president that he sensed. So I was in there for a while, so the boys left. Yeah, so we got uh-huh. there. I got some wings. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Traditional. Well, I said traditional, but they gave me breaded. And goodness gracious, those wings were about the size of my hands. They were I, I couldn't even I ate like they weren't messing around four or five of them I'd have a ten piece and I I couldn't eat it anymore it was just so much breading you walked well, in there wanting to mess around and good, they said we don't mess around in ex- here it's exact almost exactly a good example of it is when the waitress brought out the wings I thought Cam ordered fifteen or twenty wings and there were only ten did two there was like one wing that maybe was like. The mass that was the of chicken. four wings. No, it was the chicken. Yeah, it was they the whole. They fried the chicken. They brought the whole freaking chicken out there, man. And I don't, I like covered it as much napkins as I can because I didn't want to look like a bitch to the waitress. Yeah. Like, you oh yeah, this Sean. man ate three wings. Yeah, I came late Sean, and got nachos. Sean who, ate like five nachos. Who they? You put, almost only eat like five nachos when you order their nachos. They, they give you a ton. They do. I'm the only one that finishes their meal. They put tomatoes on my nachos today. I'm definitely allergic, so I'll be suing. I'm telling Are you. you I, Andrew ordered for if Sean. I was, though. Me and Andrew ordered for Sean because he was coming in late, and we said no tomatoes, no jalapenos. I will swear on my life about that. I'm having a hard them, time trusting you. The mother lovers brought out tomatoes on the nachos. Couldn't believe it. So I the, thought the service was very good today. They fucked up on that one, but she was a very nice lady. Very nice. We gave her a good tip, as per usual. We're good tippers, even though we make no money. Yeah. And me and Andrew have a $10 gift card now. How do we get that? Tell everybody listening how we got a $10 so Hooters gift card. with Mr. Dickey's daughter and her friend, we went to Hooters. I don't think you're allowed to talk about Carolina anymore after you should <laughs> last episode. And we decided to ditch them, and they had to awkwardly sit in Hooters alone, which is probably their biggest nightmare. Yep. They were saying that they get like actual... F- Fear walking into the Hooters. Yeah. No, Caroline wasn't as bad. It was no, Ava. Ava's Ava, Ava, Ava said it was the Florida water that she was drinking. Mm, some bullshit. And she said the chicken tenders were the worst thing she's ever had, which I just think is cap. It is. So me and Sean were asked by these two guys. One of them looked like a complete pedophile. His, had like the pedo stash. His, yeah, his top it was lip bad. was, was not it, doing him any yeah. favors. Like my strida stash? Worse. No, so, so bad. But they they asked us if we could try some queso for them, and honestly, all three of them were pretty shit. Yeah, they were, they really, were bad. They were bad. They were, bad. They were that bad. They, they were, were bad. really bad. And they didn't even give us like a chip or anything. They like gave us a spoon to like scoop out the what? queso. So we had to rate them one to seven, not this even one weird. to ten, one to seven, on appearance, smell, consistency, yep. taste, and. And There's another one. Wait, so you had to rate them out oh, of seven for eight? For, yeah, maybe. Yeah, was it seven. one out of seven for every one of those every categories? Category, yeah. yeah. And then they did an overall score, but it was and all then, of them yeah. were pretty shit. But we got a ten dollar gift card. So what did y'all? Did y'all like honestly rate them? Or yeah, were we guys, were honest. Uh, well, we were, 
the first dip i honestly bad. did it was bad i honestly filled out and the second come out comes over and maybe i have covid or whatever but i smelled it and it smelled the same as the first and i even said to the guy i said is this one of those social experiments where it's all, all the same, same and yeah. we just fill out completely different cards and it's it's exposes us on like okay these people are stupid it's the same thing and i was like is this one of those things and he assured me it wasn't and then we got a a cone a paper cone of water to rinse out our mouths after as they said to cleanse the palate yeah Goodness. and so we got three different samples and they gift cards just terrible. hit the account today that's true so now uh, along with our free hooters cards we, we have can, a ten dollar yeah, yeah it was really no reason to do so it. we might just bless you if you're at the local hooters Take ten dollars. Well, off I mean, your there's dinner. that, but yeah, honestly, I, that's better because after working here, I'm not gonna eat Hooters for another Never year again. or two. So, Never again, fellow listeners. If you are ever on the at the Cobb Parkway Hooters at around twelve thirty on Monday, a given weekday, Monday mon through Fry, Monday through Fry, we'll you be there. Could get blessed. Yeah, God's plan. Ten dollars off. Walk up to our table. I'm so sorry. You may not recognize us. You'll hear our voices. You'll recognize the voices. Walk you won't up to the table the and use our, our, our secret code word. Yeah. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> bananas. bananas. I don't know, man. And there's an instant $10 off bananas. your meal. Bananas. I was thinking more like Ligma. But that's just me personally. American Jay. So I have, a, I have something to say. Sean kind of spoke a little bit ill of me. And I, I just Ooh. need to clear the wait, wait, what clear do you this say? up. Well, listen. You know, how about have I just listen? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going through a meeting with Scotty Mac last episode, and I had to leave in the middle of it. And as soon as I left, Sean took the opportunity to tell our listeners here that I hate the troops. <laughs> let me clarify. I do not. No, 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 no. Uh, let me say what well, I'm going to no, say. Let me say what I'm going to say first, and then you can defend yourself, okay? Uh, I do not hate the troops. I am a supporter of the troops. God bless America, man. I'm not – that. that is not who I am. Now, Sean, explain what you really meant by that so that yes. people don't think I'd be hating the troops for no reason. So, Cam, Trumper, as we all know. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> first of all, it wasn't – He even has the orange spray tan. And the red <laughs> MAGA hat. He's got it all. And so <laughs> – I don't even own a red hat. Earlier <laughs> in the day, actually, first, it wasn't only because you had just left. It's because conveniently after you left, two soldiers walked into the office. What? And I saw their camo, and it brought me back in my mind to earlier in the day where Aaron Rodgers was on the TV wearing a camo hat. Right. With Hitler and... No, that was the book. <laughs> no, that was just a book. That okay. was just a book he was in. And I'm like, Cam, look at it's Aaron Rodgers, it's the goat. And you said, look at him in his stupid camo. And I took that as, okay, he hates camo, he hates the troops. It sounds like Hold Cam on. hates the troops. It sounds like he hates the troops. That Cam, is not what I yourself. said, though. I didn't say the stupid camo. I think I actually, I'm gonna quote myself when I say this. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of camo hats. I hope you go to jail with Brittany Griner. Yeah. You could go join her. You're over gonna there. send me to Russia. Yeah, I'm gonna send you to Russia. Huh. If you hate America, you know, I, I would say that I'd send you to Russia, but there's only one place worse than Russia, and that's Canada. That Unless it's cue the Canada theme song. Oh, I wish I was that good. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant by that. That's not what I meant by that. Our home and native. You know, this is why our viewership's low. You're singing the freaking Canada theme song or national song. Right? love. I'll say this about Canada. Edmonton. That's <laughs> all I gotta say. Okay, shut up. So anyhow. <laughs> so, Sean, Sean, you went on a little field trip on Friday, as did I. Do you want to talk about your field trip? Yeah. Andrew, do you want to start with the field trip you went on Friday? I went on did a Andrew field even trip? go on a field trip nope. on Friday? No, I slept in. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the diner. Actually, I was supposed to go to the football <laughs> thing, but I didn't want... I, I, Decided not to wake up. He, yeah. didn't want, he didn't want the work. He's running from the grind. It was like a 3 a.m. wake-up call. He's not a Damien Lillard And, you know, it wasn't mandatory. And I Nothing's mandatory. <laughs> We're paid for free. <laughs> so I, I at least figured, you know, if, if I was told to go to the extra 
breakfast, I would have gone to that, but I wasn't told about that. So I just came in at my normal time, and no one was here, and I was very bored and sad. Yeah, we're down to three interns, as you can see. My assignment was to go over to the great establishment of the Marietta Diner and film some content. The extra guys, Rug, 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 Rhino, Tug, and Los. Yeah, Rug's my favorite. Rug and Los were out there doing their morning extra show, 6 a.m. to 9 or 10? 6 a.m., 9 a.m., of course, everyone knows. And I was filming some content. Herschel Walker was there. I had no idea he'd be there. And I got to I heard early in the week he was, but I thought people were just capping. No, yeah, he's there. I got to talk to him, shake his hand, got a picture. Sid took the picture. Shout out Sid. I saw that I saw that picture on Twitter. I gave it a like. That was that was a very nice picture. And you were out there at Flowery Branch with the Falcons. Yeah. I uh was hanging out with the locker room and Brandon Harper, traveling engineer. Shout out Harper. Shout out Harper. I'm pretty sure there's no shot. He's healed that elbow. Yeah, that elbow's healing. So they sent him out there alone with one arm to work with to set up an entire radio show outside of Falcons training camp. So they emailed me the day before I cam. Or really all of us, but I'm the only one who answered. Like, all right, who can help hit this man out? answered in person. Yeah, somehow my email I wasn't going to be there. there. So anyhow, I... Showed up there, helped him out, moved some stuff, helped him do some rehab also on his elbow, which was wow. kind of funny. Yeah, just, you know, stretching it and stuff. Um, but got to hang out <laughs> with the locker room. You were stretching his arm? Yeah, and so, you know, I, eh, I'm i not really going to enact it out because the viewers are just going to get mm. bored. But, yeah, I helped him stretch it out. Mm. So, anyhow, really don't, don't, don't stretch me. It, it is not anywhere yeah. near your dirty mind. Yeah, It was in really? front of an entire training camp mm-hmm. in the locker room. Did you take that? That could definitely be someone's case. So anyhow, Did you yeah. take that Olamide Zacchaeus video? What? Olamide Zacchaeus? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. That was Whoa. me. Well, you yeah. just said it both names two different ways. Yeah, it's Olamide. It's Olamide? Yeah, it's Olamide Zacchaeus. I thought it's Olamide Zacchaeus. I think yeah. both so are wrong. I got a little bit Jake of video Wallen. for J Money, put it up on the Instagram. Got some video. I really want to get a video of Joe Ham and Hudson Mason kind of battling it out in that uh, thing I posted of Joe, Joe Ham on there. But they uh, Hudson went off to go get coffee or something like that, so I can only get Joe Ham, and he hadn't warmed up yet, so I had to stick with what I had, which was him missing three throws <laughs> in a row. So, sorry, Joe. But, you know, you're a college football Hall of Famer. Yeah, you really don't vi- have to prove much more about yourself. The video was just like Joe Ham warming up. <laughs> well, because I texted Petrini, and I was like, hey, this is really all I got. There was not really much else I could have done today just because I was helping them. And then just got really what I could. And I was like, you know, I didn't even think about posting it. I was just sending him, showing him what I got. He goes, yeah, throw it up on the story. I'm like, okay, I'll see how, have have, how I'm going to paint this picture. But, yeah, it was a good time, though, talking with them a lot. They're all really nice guys. I think they have all finally know my name now, which is cool. Add away the killer cam, you know what I'm saying? Killer cam. Andrew, what did you do during this time? You were asleep, you said. <laughs> yeah, sleeping during the grind. Yeah, sounds probably, about I was right. Probably in my bed. Mm. That's really unfortunate, man. We were, me and Sean were enjoying ourselves. But then, I came to the station, mm-hmm. and me and Andrew had a good time. Well, okay. Filmed some TikToks for Filmed extra. Some TikToks. And I didn't know what to do with my hands, and then around twelve, Sean's like, <laughs> "We should leave." I'm like. No, we gotta stay. Okay, now we should leave. Let's I had leave. to. I had to get back to a sick dog. So home alone. I was like, no, like it's fine. I'll stay. Like I'll, you know, just be bored. And Sean eventually convinced me to leave, so I left. Okay, boys. So now that we've talked about this, Andrew and I and Sean would love to talk about some college football. Whoa. Very quickly. I got to dip in about five, ten minutes. I guess wow. Cam and I will talk about that. How is it already 255? Yeah. Okay. So this is what we're going to talk about today. Do you, want- you you got some – did you find your paper? Yeah, I found my paper. Was All it I'm sitting missing, in the – was it, it sitting, sitting in there? Yeah, sitting over there. I'm missing the Big 12. Okay. So what – what 
do we want to talk about some Maction? Wait, no, you, I didn't do the Mac yet. I have the Mac. We want to do the Mac, and I think the Mac is doing okay with my Did you do the Big Ten? I did the Big Ten. Okay, so let's talk about the Big Ten then. Okay. Because I have only got past the Conference USA. I do it alphabetical. Order. I just want to pre-warning, Cam put a lot more effort into this than I did. So oh, yeah. if I'm anyone's a- more correct, it's probably Cam. But I think my list is pretty decent, though. Hold on. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to go talk to Jay Money and then probably dip. Okay. So you're out? Yeah. Okay. okay. I do want to talk to Jay Money for a little while, though. Okay. okay. Can I have my Bulldog back, please? Yes. Thank sir. You. <laughs> All right. All right. That's Make Sean me proud, boys. I'll be listening to the rest of this. All right. So I want to. I want to laugh. I want to cry, and I want to. I can give you one of those. All right. You make me laugh, Andrew. Make me cry, and like punching people. And what else do I want out of this from you two? I don't know. Just go talk to Jay Money. I want. You'll, a you'll get what you get. And you won't pitch of it. You want a compliment? You are yeah, I want so a compliment. Sean's voice is very soothing. Yeah. Oh hey, yeah. Shout out Andrew's friend who likes my voice. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out my old group chat who everyone liked my voice. Yeah. Complete strangers. All right. I got. I'm All right. Adios. That that is Sean for the re- he's done for the rest of the episode. But you will hear him one more time on our grand. Andrew's our, a bitch. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> You'll be hearing Sean one more time on our season finale is what we'll call Cam's it. Cam's a bitch, too. <laughs> Good thing the microphone didn't pick up at that it, it did pick up. No. Yeah. Damn it. Well, yeah. Next episode, guys, I'm going to go ahead and apologize ahead of time. It's, it'll probably be emotional. You guys will probably really want to rethink your life after it. <laughs> but you know, stuff has to be done. You know, people got to go to school. You idiots got to get a degree while I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to get a job okay so andrew we want to talk about some big 10 yeah so i think this is how we should do it considering yours is probably better i will say mine and then you say the corrections and say yours the correction yeah <laughs> i mean I, in everybody's opinion to each his uh, own each i'm own, not gonna shit on you i'm just gonna no, tell you the more in-depth thought of exactly. it exactly yours is a lot more well, in-depth i kind of looked this? at the schedule and went okay this looks like this team will okay win. hold on one second i'm about to sneeze <laughs> okay, Bless so your God loving soul. Thank you. All right, so this is what we're gonna do. I uh, I want you to go down the. We'll start with Nebraska's division, and I want you to just tell so, okay, me how, what, you, what you have the standings here's, in order. Here's the issue with mine. Okay, I didn't do it by division. I just threw it in. Oh, so you just have the record? I just have the records. Okay, well we'll and just I go. I have it listed best record to worst record. Okay, that's fine. So who do you have the, as the best record in the Big Ten coming up? So this year? unfortunately, as a Michigan fan, I do have Ohio State going twelve and zero. You had them going undefeated. I have them going undefeated. Interesting. I have them. I think they'll lose. I don't have the schedule up, but I had them losing one of their games. They had a couple. They're away at. Penn State and Michigan State this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I actually had them losing in one of those games. I didn't signify which one. I just think they're going to lose one of them. So you have them going eleven and one. I have them going eleven and one, eight and one okay. in the conference. I think they're going to beat up on Notre Dame. I think that's almost a for sure win, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I say eleven and one. They win their side of the division. Okay. So, so you had them twelve and zero. So I mean, we had them in the same place in the conference. Yeah. Who do you? So for me, my second best is I have two teams with the same record at ten and two: Michigan State and Minnesota. Minnesota, you have yeah. them going ten and two. I, have, I was looking at their schedule and I thought, okay, if they get an upset one here. Wait, wait, and who is the other team other than Minnesota? Michigan State. So I have Michigan State at two, Minnesota at three. I think Michigan State's the better team out of the two, but I have them both going ten and two. So I have Michigan State going nine and three. So we're not too far off there. I have them six and three in the conference. They had a couple tough road games this year. I have them beating. I have them beating Michigan this year, and that was the big one that gave them that extra. Well, so here, this is also how I did mine. So I, the way I configured my schedule was I would give them a win if it was obvious win, a loss if it was obvious loss. But if I think it's kind of a toss-up game, not even necessarily toss-up, but like mm-hmm. it kind of could go either way, a way I, I mark it, and then I determine how many of those toss-up games that they'll win okay, this year. So that's that, hence why I have Ohio State going 11-1 but don't yep. have a definite on who that are going to lose to. But that being said, I had Michigan going 9-3, and 6-3 and three in the conference. I have Michigan going nine is th- nine three yeah, as well. But at best, I have them going twelve. They can go twelve and zero. I think they don't have any obvious losses. But then I mm-hmm. also said their worst record. I could see them going seven and five. But I had yes. them going nine and three. I think they just had a couple pretty tough 
uh, away games. Uh, I just didn't see them coming out. Coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't fully. see them being Ohio State this year. Now, which s- is sad. Yeah. Well, it is at Michigan State, so you can give them a little bit of a break there. Mm-hmm. And if it was at Ohio State, I think Ohio State wins that game. Yeah. But that being said, Minnesota, I got them going seven and five, four really? and five in the conference. Okay. So that being said, that's fourth in their division, which isn't bad at all. I, I mean, going, we'll they're they're on the weaker side of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I think I actually had Nebraska winning mm-hmm. their side. They're of the supposed to be having some backup, uh, some backup. And and this is, I believe, Scott really? Frost's okay. fourth I got year, Nebraska. So I, I hear guys in. There's that Nebraska is going to have a comeback season this year. I still have them going six and six. But six and six is honestly not a bad call because. I, I mean, they've I underperformed vastly since he's been there, so it's kind of hard to think he, they're going to do otherwise. Okay, and then uh, I think the obvious one that I have is last place in the division is Illinois, one and eleven. Mm. I had Illinois going four and eight, two and seven in the conference, and they're sixth in the their side of the Big Ten. So we're not too far off there. I have Northwestern having the worst record on their side, going one and eight, uh, or sorry, one and eight in the conference, four and eight total. Okay. And on the other side, I had Rutgers going three nine zero and nine in their uh, Big Ten. Oh wait, did I for- I forgot to put Rus- Rutgers in my final one? I must have missed that. Okay, well I'm gonna go through my standings, then you're gonna go through your standings, I think, and see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, how- what do you have Penn State going? I have Penn State going nine and three. Me too. Nine and three, seven and two in the conference. I think it's very fair. They've got some. They're going at Auburn this year. I think they end up losing that game. I think people are, I'm an Auburn fan, so, you know, you guys can call this homer pick or not. Auburn is going to be a little under the radar this year. Everybody has very low expectations for them after last year. Are we, are we going to the SEC? No, I'm just talking about oh, okay. I'm just talking about I Auburn think we should go to the SEC after this, though. I do not have my rankings. Oh, I'll just throw in my rankings, and we'll go somewhere else after that. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to say I think Auburn's going to have a better year than people expect, and that's mostly because... After last year's tobacco losing five games in a row, everybody has them losing on like eight games. What, what this do you year. think their record will be? I haven't done my prediction yet, but going through the schedule, they could very easily be five and zero at the first five weeks of the season. I think I I'm expecting them to be around the eight and four. That's exactly what I have them in. Eight, eight and four, four, nine and three. I think they're gonna win some games they shouldn't, not necessarily shouldn't, but people didn't expect. I also think they're they're gonna lose to obvious teams. I think they're losing to Bama and Georgia this year. Yes, on, sir. Like without even questioning it. They're both all way games. I just don't see it. But they got LSU and Penn State at home this year. That's what makes me think, okay, that's something that we can look forward to. I I think those are both very winnable games at home. Stadium will be jumping for those. Yeah. But to come off of that, yeah, that that's my prediction for Auburn right around. I haven't gone down their schedule yet and done my in-depth stuff that I usually do, but that being said, we'll see what happens. Uh, for the for the SEC, I'll just give in my orders just so we have an SEC. Yeah, I'd SEC love to hear thing. it. I got Georgia going number one, but that's Georgia bias. Alabama's probably going to go number one. I'm going 12-0. I have Alabama going 11-1. Who do you have Alabama losing to? I have them losing to Texas A&M again. I think they're a better You think team. they're going to lose to A&M and Tuscaloosa? It's, I think you need to, when I'm making the schedule, like, I kind of looked at some picks that could be upsets, and I think that that is one that could be an upset. I mean, it could be. It could be. It's, like, chances are Alabama's going to win that game, yes. I think they have a stronger chance of losing against Texas than against Texas A&M. Well, we say that every year with Texas being back, and they're always terrible. Well, Texas is, it, it, that's a out-of-conference opponent, of course, but it's also in Texas. Yeah. This game's in Tuscaloosa. I just it, Bama doesn't lose in Tuscaloosa unless that is a generational team. Yeah, so it's 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 I'm not saying it's probably going to happen. I just have this as if Alabama I, I have it as a possible loss. That's fair. Um so Texas A&M 10 and 2, Tennessee 9 and 3, Kentucky 9 and 3, Auburn 8 and 4, LSU 8 and 4, Florida 7 and 5, Ole Miss 6 and 6, University of South Carolina 6 and 6, Missouri 5 and 7, Mississippi State four and eight, Vanderbilt three and nine, and Arkansas two and ten. Arkansas two and ten, really? Yeah. You know, people have them kind of on the come up this year. They went eight and four, or eight and four, or nine and four last year. They won their bowl game. 
I mean, they had a solid season last year besides getting their ass kicked by Georgia. They had some tough losses against Auburn. Well, Auburn, Auburn pretty much beat them almost the entirety of the game, but they lost at the last second to Ole Miss. They lost a close game, I believe, against a No, they beat a this year. I'm did sorry. They? Okay. they did last year, yeah. So, I mean, that, that one could be very wrong, but I think that in a general depiction of the SEC, I think that the teams are, for the most part, where they should be. Yeah, so this is the thing I'll say about your Arkansas pick. And that, that, that's if they wrong. went 2-10, yeah. that is ridiculously that that'd be like the worst season they could possibly have if you look at their schedule and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. SEC is always tough year in year out obviously, but at Arkansas Sam Pittman's doing a great job over there. KJ Jefferson's back. Uh, they've got some they they got a pretty solid run game behind a good O-line. Their defense is supposed to be improved. I mean, I just they were going 8 and 4, 9 and 4. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't realize that they went I didn't realize they went 9 and 4 last year. And that's why never, and that's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why you're, that's <laughs> that's why I said like Cam's things are going to be way better than mine. Like I pay attention to college football, but only when it really matter, not only when it really matters, but only to the top teams. Yeah, so I hear Arkansas you. was just like off my radar. I yeah. also pay attention to Miami University of Ohio because I go to school there, which brings us to Tuesday Maction. Yeah, I'm excited about the Mac this year. Not actually, but I'm going to be putting some money down on college football this year just in my spare time. It's a fun— Those Tuesday night Maxions are about to be legitness. It's a fun division because the division games, I feel like everyone is very close. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know who's going to win any given night. So it makes it interesting. Now, it does suck on Tuesdays. Like, I go to school at Miami O and— you're not going to a game on Tuesday. Like no, no one, no one is ever in. The whole point the of college football as a student is to get drunk, show up, and get rowdy. Exactly. How so are you supposed to show up and get drunk on a don't. Tuesday night? We do night? it for the hockey games and the football games get zero fans. Our seat. This was embarrassing. So I was seeing the photographer for the varsity sports teams at Miami, and they were editing in people into the stadium. On senior night for their pictures, like they oh, fully edited in fans because no one was there. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Uh, and I Miami, Ohio, isn't bad. a bad football. Like I mean, they've been bad, but like recently they're not a bad football school. They've been winning, so it just sucks. Like do you it have, really does suck. Do you have Miami, Miami, Ohio winning? I don't. The, I, their side of the division? No. There. Uh, so I didn't do divisions then. I just went through. But I have them coming second in the whole MAC with the second best record, record or being the second best team. So what you need to do is go ahead and by the next time we talk, do the divisions. Separate the, yeah, just separate. Them. Yeah, yeah, just separate them. That um, way, there's some. Con- but can state can state is going eight and four. I have them being the best team in the MAC. Can state? That's a. Va- I mean, that's a very valid. Didn't they win the MAC last year, or did they make it to the championship? I think I they lost one or the other. They lost to Northern Illinois. I Northern Illinois won it last yep. year. Oh yeah, because Kent State was one of those horrid jerseys. Yes, they we were. We were watching the replay of that at Hooters. We were, but Miami O played Kent State in the semifinals, and Miami O went to the made-up bowl because there's too many teams that were in the bowl games this year against North Texas, and they won that. So. I went to Georgia Southern. You went to you go to Miami, Ohio. Both schools who they're not at the top of college football. You know, not no. they're not the guys who are usually getting talked about. Nope. I think we're both gonna agree on this, but a lot of people would say that there's too many bowl games. And oh it's yeah, not entertaining. Do you think there's too many bowl games? Oh, 100 percent. I think like yes. The the issue with the bowl games though is there's so many teams in college football where if you just have the college football playoffs and what are you playing for? Which I, which I guess you would just be your conference or your division. Like, so here's my take about it. But there are too many bowl games. I agree. Here's my take on it. And this is going to be – it, this is the same argument a lot of smaller school alumnus have about the bowl game situation. They, a lot of people want to say they're meaningless. But to those kids who are playing on the field, they're not meaningless. That's Georgia Southern a couple years ago, my freshman year of college actually – one on a like in the Camellia Bowl against Eastern Michigan, they kicked a game-winning field goal to win. As time expired, man, Tyler Bass, you know the Buffalo Bills kicker, mm-hmm. he was our kicker that year. He kicked a game-winning field goal to, as time expired. You know how awesome that was to watch as a fan, and not just that, but like it, we went nine and three. Yeah, we weren't competing for a national championship, but dude, that's a successful season. We had a ten-win season, Georgia Southern. So to that. That that didn't mean nothing to them. That didn't mean nothing to our school. It may mean nothing to the your typical college football fan because they're too busy watching Ohio State in the Rose Bowl or whatever. But that doesn't mean it means nothing to everybody. I, I hate that 
people would the only thing they think of of college football is they think the top ten schools in the nation. Because I, I that's not the way I look at it. I look at college football as a whole, man. College football is every single team, FBS and FCS. And I, I'm sad to say I don't watch enough FCS, but those are all teams, man. They're all and they all have their fans and they all have games that mean something to them. So don't try to. I hate when people try to speak on the entire landscape of college football by saying, "Oh, who cares about." Miami, Ohio playing, they're both 6-6 six and six playing in a bowl game. It's like, yeah, but those are huge for those schools, man. That's their championship. It is big, and like, it was huge for the school. Another thing that you make a very good point about, if teams or if players only truly cared about winning the national championship, then they go play D2 instead of D1 instead of going to Miami O. Yeah. Going to Kent State, because then they could win a national championship at the Division Two level. And then it's like, okay, why do I go play for Miami O and not you know, win anything. So you make a very good point with the bowl games that I didn't think about because with the players, it means everything. And for me, like, as a student at Miami O, it was cool to see us winning, win a bowl game. Obviously, I didn't care too, too much. I'm paying more attention to Michigan. But, again, for the players, like, it means something. And it means something for the school as well because, you know, those bowl games put you on the ESPN, which then – you know, it's it's more about the smaller schools to me. The bowl games mean a lot more for those smaller schools. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when when Auburn or you know A and M have a they have a disappointing year, they go seven and five, and then they have to play a bowl game. Do those mean shit? No, man. Half the fans don't care. I, I'm I'm one of those, but it doesn't mean that they should x all of the smaller schools' bowl games. If anything, I feel like they should just make. I think it would be smart. Just hear me out. And it, I'd get a lot of disagreeing from people, but like if every conference had a limit to the amount of teams that can make a bowl game that year, are you saying I, like the top four? No, it'd be more than four. I was thinking like you have to be in the top half of your conference to make a bowl game that year. So because be like, that being said, because that being said, like you know, with Vanderbilt goes six and six, do you, I mean that that's a big deal for them to make. I mean to go to a bowl game. Or even, well, not even necessarily a bowl game. That it's not like that. But well, I guess what I'm saying is like these smaller schools, man. Like, the the if they go six and six, like they're typically in the top half of their conference. Still. Yeah, that's why. That's the only. I agree, I see what you're saying. But that's the only reason. But that's you're in the bottom half if you go six and six. Yeah. So that's why I say it's. I think it'd be good for if it's the top half. You have to be, finish in the top half record wise of your conference. And those are the guys that go bowl games. It cuts down all the bowl games, but it still makes it all the important to do well. I agree with that. But then, I mean, the only thing that is an issue with that, like say you go to a school like, what's a team that would go 6-6? Six and six? I have Nebraska in here, right? They, I don't have them coming in the top six, but they deserve that bowl game more than anyone else. Well, no, So, but if you're talking about finishing in the top half of your division, you're not talking about the out-of-conference games. That's conference games so to finish in the top half of your conference oh you're just talking about division of games yeah yeah okay. so in your conference you have to finish I in the top the half record wise in conference play yeah, 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 I see if you don't finish now. the top half in conference play it's a different story that way you don't have the guys who load up on cupcakes in the non-conference which some teams end up doing and they go, you know, three and zero, four and zero, non conference play. Then it almost doesn't matter what you do in conference play; you'll finish top half. No, like I mean, if you finish in the top half after conference play, that you're given a bowl game. If you're so, not finished in the top half, tough luck. So let me ask you this then: What happens to the independent teams, and also what happens to, you know, divisions such as the MAC? Who would they play? Because you have Miami O going against. The first team that doesn't make the the fifth seed in the college football playoffs, you know it's. Not well, you wouldn't play. You wouldn't play the so Miami you, you would, would, would never you, play the. No, they wouldn't. Unless they would had you, the best record and. But how would you match make it? Oh, I mean the way the same way they do. They usually take the conf. They all bowl games typically have a conference, two conferences that they partner with every year for that game. So the Music City Bowl, for instance, is typically an SEC school versus an ACC school. Some years it's a better matchup. Some years it's two ranked teams. Some years it's like the fifth and sixth best SEC and ACC team. So there, those don't change. Okay, you just for you would just decrease. Uh, so for independent, that's a good question. Yeah. That's something I haven't really accounted for quite yet. What you said was so. There's seven independent teams. Yeah, I would argue that since you're an independent, we'll call it 
you just have to you just have to be 500 or better. But every conference, that's where it matters because they don't even have conference record, obviously, since no. they're an independent. Yeah, that's a good question. I would say they'd have to finish 500 or better. Okay, that's fair then. That I feel like that's still fair for them because, I mean, they play their all of their games are scheduled. Out of I mean, Notre Dame is always going to have a tough schedule. Liberty's going to have a somewhat tough schedule. Typically speaking, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean that's on a fair. given year, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, U UMass and UConn, like those, those are just jokes. So they're yeah. not going to make it anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. But no, <laughs> that, that was a good question. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. Is there I, any I, any other division you want to pop for, into, or do you want to go into Coke and Pepsi? Uh, we can go to Coke and Pepsi. We're sitting at fifty-five minutes. Okay, so we'll, we'll end it with Coke and Pepsi. Okay, okay so what the hell? Good. Why do you like Pepsi better than Coke? You gotta, you gotta give me something here. What? Why? So, it all started when I lived in Toronto, and there's this gas station, and it has this mask of an owl. It's pretty cool. And so I went there one day because for my middle school, you were allowed to leave for lunch and like go somewhere to okay. get lunch, which was very nice. So my mom would give me like right. fifteen bucks. Okay. At the gas station, they had a Coke and Pepsi like thing going on there. It was the blind taste test. And so I didn't realize which one I liked more. I didn't know. So I was like, I'll participate. And I did. And I picked Pepsi. And ever since then, I've done that. I've done the, the challenge two more times. I've always picked Pepsi. So it's a, it's not even a, I think I like Pepsi more. It's a, I know I like Pepsi more. I'm going to try not to get too aggressive here. <laughs> You've lived in Atlanta, Georgia for how long? Uh, I believe eight years. Who have you told this? I've told a few people, and I've only gotten... Keep it to a few. Well, yes, and I've gotten death threats, you know, just a couple of times. Here's the issue, <laughs> man. Coke. The culture of Atlanta is... Oh, like no, yeah. Fused into Coke. I agree. It's not even... I, I've grown up in Atlanta. I lived in Duluth, Georgia my first six years of my life. I moved to Suwannee, Georgia. I've always been in the metro Atlanta area. Or some may not call it. The, it's more like the outskirts, but you get my point. I've I've always repped Atlanta. No TB. Listen, man. You, I don't think you can seriously look me in my face and tell me <laughs> that. I don't even care if it tastes better. You can never say it's better. It, I mean, it, I, I I'm not 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 to say anything. I don't think Pepsi is better. I've had Coke my entire life. I don't I drink as much of it as I used to because you know as you get older you gotta start watching what you put in your body I guess. But Pepsi. It's not it. I don't know what else to way to put it. It's when it tastes me, when I put it, I'm going to actually not say that because you were flaming me for that. <laughs> uh, when I'm tasting Pepsi, I do not get my thirst clenched. It is something I am given if I have to have it, if that is the only drink available to me. So Coke, man, that thing will hit almost 100% of that time. So I'm going to put it this way, and this might be a weird comment on this. Pepsi, the, the the difference between Pepsi and Coke, which I have found, is Pepsi is just a tad bit sweeter. A tad bit. Now, here's where I like Coke But isn't it as refreshing? Here's where I like Coke more. And honestly, I might agree with you. Coke might be more refreshing on a hot day. But if we're just drinking it on a normal day, I like Pepsi more. Now, in a controlled road, environment, controlled environment I'm taking Pepsi. Mm. But if we're doing, this is a good way I like to put it. When I go on long road trips, which I did a lot playing junior hockey, I would get a Coke over a Pepsi because I like the long lasting taste of Coke more. While with Pepsi, I like that initial taste more. If that makes any sense at all. So basically the aftertaste of Coke is better? Yeah, I feel like I could, I could drink Coke a lot longer than I would Pepsi. I feel like Pepsi, I could get tired of it quicker, but I like the first initial tastes of it more which i mean it could this could make no sense but this is just how i feel about it i'm not gonna knock how you feel about anything andrew <laughs> because at the end of the day this is your opinion and this is mine the cool. arg only argument i'm making here is we live in the a atlanta georgia some but idiots will call it hot lanta i mean that's, world that's of coke is not more than 20 minutes away from where we are right now like world of coke where is pepsi located where is the new origin york. of pepsi it's in new york new york yep. are you walking here well it's in new york state not new york city i believe new york state like yeah. so where in new york state i don't know if it's in new york city or new york state but i'm pretty Albany? when i say new york state i mean uptown like, up, like upstate okay well i know nothing about new york but listen the only thing i know about Norton, new york is fuck the mets <laughs> so basically by endorsing pepsi here 
You're endorsing the Mets, then. I'm not doing. Are that you okay? Because, Can you live with that? Can you fall asleep no, to no, that? There's a difference because I like living in Toronto, living in Germany, living in Colorado, living in Maryland, living in Maine, living in New Hampshire, living in North uh, North Carolina would be Coke. Living in all these places, Pepsi's more prevalent. I feel like so. I I you was more. So? I was more in, especially in Canada. Yeah. I was definitely more, I was introduced to Pepsi more than I was Coke, which, as we say, you adapt to the environment around you. So, obviously, I'm going to like Pepsi more because that's what I grew up with. Freaking Canadians, man. Yep. They just, they, they're brainwashed you. <laughs> you, were, you weren't born in Canada, but you're a Canadian. I wasn't born there. I wasn't allowed to drink Pepsi or any type of pop um, until I was like 10 or 12 at right. birthday parties. Well, I'm not trying to change your mind on this. I just need you to know why you're. Dis- I'm disappointed in you. Oh no, I know this about every day with anyone I have this conversation with. <laughs> Trust but, me. We were talking to Tiffany earlier. She's like, "You're fucking wrong." I curve Tiffany. Legit. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, Sean said we had a. You had to make him cry, and I had to make him laugh. So. Oh God. I'm gonna make him laugh by telling this one joke I heard the other day. So. Knock knock. No. So Andrew. You know, I I know the Chili Peppers are coming into town Wednesday. Yep. Monday, as in today, Bad Bunny. Yeah, that was out. Is actually world. out there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I but know. like, you know what's crazy to me? People are forgetting that the Imagine Dragons are performing tomorrow at True Is True. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the Imagine Dragons. I feel like that's the biggest name of all of them. Yeah. You know what they're opening up oh, no, with? Red Hot Chili Peppers are probably bigger. Than no, Imagine but do Dragons. you know who's open? The Imagine Dragons are opening up with. What? Imagine dragging these nuts across your face! Ha 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 ha. Hopefully Sean got a kick out of that. <laughs> so now you gotta make him cry. I gotta make him cry? Yeah, he's be sentimental. Get, he's never gonna get back with his ex. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, Emma, if you're listening to this, don't you dare get back with Sean. I told like him to stay awake. Stay away from our boy Sean while we're here in Chicago. She seems terrible. Actually, she doesn't. Wow. I wasn't going to go that far. I, I was just, just going to say. Sean should do it. No, man. Hey, listen. Anybody that's listened to this, and you may not have Sean's number, but you're just going to Instagram DM 680 the fan for me. That's all 10 of you listeners, the ones we listed off earlier. DM 680 the fan and tell Sean, say this, quote, Sean, comma, do not get back with Emma. Comma. It's it is a mistake. He's down bad. There's probably nothing actually wrong with her, but I don't, I don't be is, messing. I, I just don't like the idea of people getting back together in that sense. If it ended once, I don't think there's a reason to try. Actually, no, I take that back. My parents this is last ended. year of college. He's got to enjoy himself. Yeah, I take that back, though. My parents uh, broke up for a little bit, and then they got back together, and now they're still married. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, this is about to be a senior... Guys, listen. This is his se- going into senior year of college. He's got to be hot boy fall, all right? I don't agree with that. You know, I don't agree with that at all. Oh, here we no. go. Here's our so because segment. you're about to get her girlfriend now? No, no, no. We're getting another segment here. Oh, God. We're going to run long this episode. Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. So, I think your first two years of college, freshman, sophomore year, you have your fun. Junior, senior year, I mean, call me old school. Like, I think that's when you start looking for... Something really serious. I don't think that's like the time to ball out. I think that's the time to hike up your big boy pants. No. Get ready for the real world as best yes. you can. Well, yes. And find someone you want to spend not not necessarily at that time to spend your life with, but you know, I, I think that's a time where you could start looking for that possibility. See, I, this is where I completely disagree. The way I went about my whole senior year was, listen, man, you gotta be. You got to have your own life to live. You got to only be worrying about yourself right now because you want to enjoy your time in college, but also you need to be mentally preparing yourself for the real world because it's going to slap you across the face. You can't just be going out every weekend, getting messed up and not thinking about what's next. Like you got to start thinking about the future. But here's the thing that comes to me when you're dating somebody, you're worrying too much about them and this and that. But if you're not dating, you're focusing on yourself and that being said, that's why I think what Sean should do is just be alone. <laughs> In other words, you know, but Each their own. But that's he's fair. gonna I see that point. Yeah, it, it just it becomes too much, man. You get and especially if it's not the right relationship, you get caught up on it, and you're not worrying about yourself. You're worrying too much about what's going on with them, and 
Well, that's you, a, you get in a bad out. mental state, and it's just not good. Yeah, I mean, I think like with me, like, because I like for me, my opinion's different on it. I think that's a time to start looking. But like, you know, not everything's gonna work out right. But I think you know, if you take it slow and still like you still have your fun. But hey, so I have old. a, I have a, I, we're probably gonna cut up a little bit or a good bit of this. So. Well, we did have like, like a five minute segment where we, you know, just didn't when Sean was leaving. It was like a minute. But yeah, so this is what I'm gonna say for this last episode. Whoever is listening. We're going to make this work. I just got a text from Sanchez, and it's making me kind of rethink our our last episode approach. I think we're going to try to get everybody to call in that was on the that was a part of the main grind hour. So that's Sanchez, Dylan, and Jay. I want to get them to call in one more time, say their piece, and dip out. Does that sound like a plan? That can, sounds like a plan. That can be the last episode. That will give you guys some to look forward to. If some, if the your favorites aren't here anymore. You'll get to hear him one last time next episode. Andrew, do you have anything else to say here before we wrap this guy up? That's about it. Hope everyone has a good rest of their day. All right. Thank you guys for listening to a very seldom episode of The Grind Hour. We will get back to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your days. Deuces. the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.